Today, help me set aside everything I think I know about you, everything I think I know about myself, everything I know about others, and everything I think I know about my own spiritual path for a new experience in myself, my fellows, and in you. That's our 10th step. And the big book says about this 10th step, it says, we have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lives. We have entered the world of spirit. You have entered a world of spiritual awakening. And because you have, your next function is to grow in understanding of your spiritual nature and the effectiveness of the use of it. This is not an overnight matter. Don't you wish it were? It continues for a lifetime. The 12th step takes us on a journey of change. Your spiritual path takes you on a journey of change. When you sign up to awaken to a greater understanding of yourself as one with God, when you sign up to awaken to a greater understanding of your patterns and your willingness to become free from them, which is what the 12 steps is really about, when you sign up for this, you sign up for powerful change. Now, God is gracious. God doesn't tell you that first. It doesn't say, by the way, you're going to change sometimes so quickly And so against the grain that you're used to, that it will scare the crap out of you. It doesn't tell you that. Why? Because no one would do it. You wouldn't do it if you knew how much is really required of us to let go. Pain pushes many of us onto this journey. But then we begin to have to change and have to change. And sometimes change can feel real good and expansive, But for every one of us, we hit a point where where there's something inside that says, this is a big change. This is time to really become not the butterfly, a new butterfly. This is the time for you to once again go into being reformed, refashioned. And a part of you goes, I already did this. I've been doing this. But Spirit says, yes, my beloved, keep going keep going. So you've signed up for a changing path. You've signed up to to allow yourself, even when your heels are digging into the ground, even when you're procrastinating, even when you're on the edge of jumping off, but you get yourself a lawn chair and sit there for a while. You know what that's like? You know change is there and you just set up camp right on the edge. Just going to hang out here and keep looking over. We do that sometimes. Gay Hendricks says, long ago, you made a handshake deal with the universe that you would not settle for less, but that which makes your soul sing. Long ago, you made a handshake deal with the universe that you would not settle for less, but that which makes your soul sing. This is what I love about Bodhi so much. This is what I love about my life because I made a handshake deal with the universe that I would become all that I'm here to become this lifetime. And I know 
that every person who I have taught and every person who's walked through the doors at Bodhi and every person who has been impacted by Bodhi is also inside of that agreement. Every one of us made a handshake deal with the universe that we were not going to settle. Because if you didn't make that deal, you would still be a part of old paradigms that are stuck and not changing. Now, I know we go back and forth, but you're not stuck there. You have tasted the freedom of being alive and expanding. And no matter how much you go back to the old paradigm or how much you set up your camp on the edge of your leap, you still have made a handshake deal with the universe that cannot be denied. And at some point, everyone has to um, rise up for that handshake and show up for the deal that you made, to show up for the deal that you made. He also says, you know deep inside you that you will never be fully satisfied until you live in your genius. Nothing less will do. You know deep inside you, you will never be fully satisfied until you live in your genius. Nothing less will do. I'm quoting from The Big Leap, the book by Gay Hendricks. We did a talk on that years ago, and it's one of my favorite books, and I've been listening to it again these past couple weeks. And I really am, it's such a profound, inspired, inspired book. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. Because change is what we're about. And this book really calls people to take that stand, to take that leap and to dive into a brand new way of being in the world. I want to share a couple other quotes with you just because they're so moving to me about change. By Alan Watts, the only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. Okay, we don't have that one. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. If you stand on this side of the changes that are calling you, you just get more and more scared. You get more and more paralyzed. You do more and more self-destructive things. You do things that sabotage yourself because it's calling you and it feels so scary. But the way to deal with it is actually to dive into it, to dive into the change and move with it, to join it, to dance with it. When you dance with the change that is happening, you begin to trust it. And you begin to allow it to carry you ex- where you're supposed to go. It knows exactly where you're supposed to go. It's not leading you astray. Even when it says, give up that old life, there's a new one calling you. And you're in the void between. Change when you dance with it will move you in the right direction. Nelson Mandela says, there is no passion to be found playing small in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. There is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. I have lived a lifetime of change. I really have. When I look back over my life, starting, I remember being five years old and looking around the blue-collar suburb of Detroit that I was raised in going, this is not me. I am not staying here. I remember that. I remember as a kid fantasizing about how I could get out there in the world as soon as possible. I said yes to, to growing, but at that time I had no clue what my life would hold. I had no clue. 
I remember I was 24 years old, and I was living here in Chicago, just fresh out of college, and this woman said, check out this psychic guy. He's the most brilliant one I've ever seen in the world, and she had seen them all. And he came to my apartment, and he used a, a regular deck of cards, and I shuffled them and gave them back to him, and he laid them out into four rows. And he talked about the first, and they were the, the first three um, aspects of my life, and then the fourth row was kind of like an overarching um, spiritual reason for being here. In the first row, he said, wow, your childhood was tough. I was like, no kidding. Second row, he says, I'm 24, he says, this is your tough one. And he made it sound so scary. I was like, am I going to get through that one alive? And he said, I don't know. He actually said, I don't know. I didn't know how much addiction and self-destruction I was going to be moving into for the rest of my 20s. But then he said, no, I'm pretty confident you will. And I was banking, I'm pretty confident at this point, because imagine I was shaking. Then he got to the third one, and he said, wow, you're going to really start expanding and impacting the world. Now, I'm a little blue-collar gay boy from Detroit. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just want to be a dancer on Broadway. What, what are we talking about here? And he told me, and I said, well, what am I going to do? And he said, I can't tell you because you don't have the container in your consciousness to understand. Isn't that profound? And I will tell you now, if he would have said, well, you're going to become a minister, I would have laughed in his face. The only thing I knew were priests, and I was not going to become a priest. So I had no container to understand what was going to happen. And he said, it will just keep expanding from there until the final chapter will just blow you out of your mind on what you're here to do and be. And I remember him telling me this. I'm 24 years old, and I have no clue. I'm not kidding you when I say I just wanted to be a dancer on Broadway. I'm not kidding you. I wasn't interested in all of this stuff that he was telling me. But it, it lives so, so powerfully in my heart right now because as it's time for us to change, I stand here before you so humbly telling you it's time for me to change. And that spirit is calling me beyond the walls of Bodhi. So it is time for me to be moving on. So take a deep breath. It's time for me to go out into the world and expand my ministry. I love Bodhi with all my heart, with all my heart. It's my It's my first baby. I gave my life to Bodhi for 11 years. I gave my life. I didn't make any fucking money for the first two years, people. (laughs) I gave my life to this thing. Everything. And for a lot of it, it became like this. I didn't know if I was Bodhi or Bodhi was me, and you guys didn't know it either. Some people really think we're one and the same. And over the last year, in fits and starts, because I didn't want to change, it would come to me that I'm intertwined in a way that doesn't work anymore. But I didn't know what to do because I love Bodhi. This is, you know, you have that feeling where you'd rather have your left arm cut off than do what's calling you. 
I went through that struggle. When change calls us, we fight, we beseech, we beg, we barter body parts. By the way, don't be taking your phone out to start tweeting and texting at this point. Let's stay here. And I did that. And I found, I thought, well, maybe there's a way to work. Maybe there's a way to work. Maybe there's a way to work. I just tried everything because that's what fear does. And finally, I was in a practitioner session, getting a session from my practitioner, Susie Lula, who we saw last week. Phenomenal. And I felt this thing in my gut. I swear to you, I felt this thing in my gut that went pop. And me and Bodhi separated. We separated inside of me. And I took this deep breath, and you guys, I had myself back. I had me back. Do you know what it's like when you get into a really screwed up relationship and you lose yourself for a really long time? Not that Bodhi was a screwed up relationship, but I mean, when you get yourself back from something, and there's a moment, I took such a deep breath. I felt like I took a deep breath like I'd not taken in I don't know how long, because we were separated. We were separated. And from there, I could begin to listen to the calling of my spirit that was talking to me about where I'm to go, but not just me, where Bodhi is to go. It's not just me. We separated. We separated. I get to go and Bodhi gets to go and both have a divine calling in the center. And we're never forever parting. That's impossible. I will stalk you. It's impossible to part forever. But as I know I'm called to go on and do more in the world, I know that Bodhi is called to stand on its own two feet. There's a way that having the founder around can be very fun and powerful and exciting. And there's a way that the founder can be in the way at some point. If you understand business and you understand how that works, it took me a long time to understand that. I thought I was the exception. I thought I was the exception. But you know what I love to do, you guys? I love to found things. I love to found things and I love to make things and I love to create things and explode them onto the world. That's what I do. I don't run them. I don't manage them. Has anyone tried to work with me in those roles? (laughs) Have you tried? Do you know the suffering? You know I gave my best to try. I wanted to. I wanted to. But that's not my genius. It's not my genius to run things. I don't like it. I don't like it. I love you all, but when people start to be close all the time and do things, and and I have to like have all these clear conversations, I go bonkers. I go bonkers because I can't manage all of that. I know how to explode things into big, huge pieces. I don't know how to make them line up and communicate. That's not my thing. And for Bodhi to do what it's here to do, that's its next thing. To become the community, to become the beloved community it is here to be. Bodhi is here to be a light unto the city of Chicago that is so bright and so powerful and so magnificent. Oh my God, the things that are possible for Bodhi. The things that are possible for Bodhi. And you better shine and grow. You better become so darn healthy because I'm going to look back and go, I founded that. I want you to. I want you to shine. I want you to grow. So where am I going? 
You know, I've told the story about how when I was in ministerial school and I had to do a project to, I had to found a church for a project and I did Bodhi. I created a vision board. I wish I could find it. I don't know where it is, but I wanted to bring that today. And I did this whole presentation on the demographics and where we would be. And and I did this whole thing. And then I put that away and put the, the vision board up on the shelf in my office and just let it sit there. And then there were other miracles that came along the way. But I had a class the year before where I had to do a similar project. And I chose something completely different. And I wrote a, de- uh, a dedication and a commitment in that class that I'd love to read to you. And it says, and by the way, I wrote this on November 5th, 2002. I, Mark Anthony Lord, hereby dedicate myself, my time, my money, all I have and all I expect to have to the complete healing and releasing of LGBT phobia within, first and foremost, myself, the LGBT world, and the world at large, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. It being understood and agreed that in honor and support of this life commitment, that God in all its glory, perfection, and majesty shall render unto me an equivalent and even greater for this dedication in peace of mind, health of body, wisdom, understanding, love, life, and an abundant supply of all things necessary to meet every want without my making any of these things the object of my existence. I commit to continuously release my ideas of how this dedication is to manifest and anchor in the absolute knowing that the way is always in every moment made clear and unencumbered. I wrote that in November of 2002. And when I graduated, I actually grappled with, do I do this or do I do Bodhi? I'm so glad I did Bodhi. I'm so glad that Bodhi got 11 years of my life. I could not be more grateful. That was time well spent. If you ever want to sit and talk, I'll tell you about other ways I spent decades. Not as good. Not as good. It was a good one. But now this fell off the shelf and landed in my heart. And I, I want to do nothing else. I want to do nothing else but help the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender world heal inside. Because there's so much happening in the world now. It's changing. This is the civil rights movement of our time. This is the next expansion of love. But the LGBT world is hurting It has so much shame. It has so much fear of intimacy. To grow up in a society that says it is not okay to be you is so painful. And when I look back over my life, that was my spiritual path. All the great books I read, all of the teachings, love them, love them, love them. But my healing came in my ability to love myself as a gay man, not only to love myself as a gay man, but to really know it's perfect, it's God-appointed. I shook hands with the universe that I would be this. First, for the joy of it, because it's super fun, by the way. And secondly, because I can make a difference. Because I can help other people feel amazing about themselves in this particular area that has my heart. So that's 
what I'm going to do. A lot of you have already seen the creation called Pride 2.0. You've probably seen it out on the Facebooks and in the world. We started, I started rolling that out because it had to start rolling out. It had me. And I will tell you something. Your board of directors, your core council, so fantastic. You are so blessed because they said to me, we want that for you. They said to me, Bodie wants to help you get there. Where I was thinking it was in competition, they said, we want to help you fly. Put Bodie's name on this because we're a part of it. Isn't that beautiful? You have an amazing board of directors. And their job is to support you. Their job is to be here for you. So my last Sunday is August 31st. It'll be the last service. And Bodhi will be moving to one service, 10 o'clock. Moving forward, we, they just want to bring the community together. This amazing core council and a, a spiritual core that has been appointed that I'll bring up in a moment. They've been working very hard together, strategizing, preparing for the upcoming months, planning on bringing in wonderful speakers within the community as well as outside the community. I know there's so many questions that will be going through your heart and mind. What will happen? What will happen is Bodhi will be here. What will happen is Bodhi will grow and change because God is calling Bodhi to become a bigger butterfly. What will happen is my prayer is that you will make this your community more than ever before. What will happen is my prayer is that when I'm out of the way, people's voices will rise up and new talents and new cooperation and new insights and new expansions of God will happen that will blow your mind. What will happen is you will happen. You will happen. If y'all went away because I'm leaving, I would know that I failed. I would genuinely call that one of my failures. I'd get through it, but I would genuinely consider that a failure. If I didn't create something that could sustain me leaving, then I wouldn't feel good about that. But I do feel good about, I do feel good about what's here because I believe in it. I believe in you so much. And I believe in me and I believe in my next expansion and I plan on coming back and playing and and being a part of it. It's just time for me to minister in a bigger, bolder way. It's just how I do my life. So thank you for letting me share that. You can applaud. You can can take a moment. Make a noise. Ha! Make some noise. Woo! So, I do want to invite our spiritual practitioners to come up while we move into prayer. And I want to invite our spiritual core to come up here on stage. Myself and the core council have prayerfully and very, very um, uh, intentionally appointed a spiritual core, Lola Wright, who is the executive director and very intimately involved in the running of the business and the spiritual expansion, my partner, over the last year. Every spiritual choice that has been made has been in prayer partnership with this woman. She is a minister. She is a minister. She's a better church minister than I could ever be. Her passion, her heart, her commitment to God, her ability to, to, to be who she is and do what she does. Oh my God, happy, happy day for you. 
Happy day for you. And Joan Coletto, who has been here from the beginning, since the days back at um, Transitions um, Junkyard, and has taken all the classes, one of our lead spiritual practitioners, a true, true, um, just a brilliant practitioner, brilliant. One of our teachers here, been consistent, serving. These women together have 29 years of service to this community. And Kim Revere, who is the light of Bodhi, the, the consciousness, the way that she sings about God, knows God, talks about God. When she gets talking about it, it's like this, and it's clear, and it's beautiful, and you know how she anchors this space how she's been doing that so beautifully. So these women are visioning and working with the core council and praying and working with this body of people so that they, all of these people are here for you. They're here for you. And they're going to usher in the new Bodhi. What else is going to happen, if I can just share one more thing, is that the next three Sundays, not today because this afternoon I'm going to be with the leadership But the next three Sundays after the second service, from 12.45 to 2, I will be here in this room, and we'll just sit in a circle, and we'll just talk, and we'll share, and we'll feel, and whatever, whatever's on your heart, whatever questions you have, we'll be here, because we want you to know that there's safety here. It gets, we, the first thing is, are we safe? Once we get safety in place, then we have lots of room for what's next. But we understand, they understand, and the board understands that, that that's important for them and for you. So that is being established, a container, so that you guys can really do your work together. So you're in great, great, great hands for sure. All right, let's take a deep breath. And let's move into prayer. Keep breathing. Nice deep breaths. Don't stop breathing. Hey, when you come up to give prayer, your prayer is... Sweet spirit, give me the courage to change. Give me the courage to grow. This is your prayer. Give me the courage to grow. Give me the courage to see what's in my way. Give me the courage to grow and become who I'm here to be. Give me the courage to live in my genius. Give me the courage to soar with Mark Anthony, Lord. Give me the courage to soar. They are here to hold your hands. Surrender, let it go. this moment, I say, glory be to God. Glory be to the changeless that is forever changing and expanding from good to greater good. Glory be to the genius light that is planted and encoded with each and every one of us. We are that genius light. We are that fantastic expression of freedom, of power, of presence, of grace, 
of ease, of all good, all God. I am that, I am that, I am that, I am that. And as I know this is true for me, I know this is true for each and every one of us. And so together, we hold the beloved Reverend Mark Anthony Lord in our prayers. As he says yes to soaring high and flying far, boldly stepping out into his genius, boldly willing to follow God's calling and to leave all else behind that he may be used by God. And as we know this for him, we know this for the beloved Bodhi. Together we speak a prayer of love and blessing over Bodhi, knowing that its wings too are expanding. They're flowering open. Bodhi's wings are flowering open. Each and every one of us are willing to soar more higher, to shine more brightly, to sail those seas with courage and deep abiding faith. Holy Spirit, use us. Use us as the vibration of love that we came here to be and surrender and get everything else out of the way. Let this step of courage be for each and every one of us. Holy Spirit, Give us the courage to have all of our feelings. Make us willing to leave nothing outside of your love. Our fear, our anger, our power, our sadness, our grief. All of it is welcome. All of it moves us forward. Holy, Holy Spirit, sweet God. Sweet God, thank you, thank you, thank you for this love. Thank you. Thank you for the freedom. Surrender, let it go. as we move into just a time of meditation. Breathing is the best gift you can give yourself. Deep breaths. There's something stirring and changing in you today. Breathe. Just let breath take you into the plunge. 
You can continue to come up and, and get prayer anytime during this meditation. Don't hold yourself back. Let these beloved, brilliant, spiritual practitioners speak the word for you. you're breathing, imagine from the center of your being, butterfly wings begin to unfold. Your spiritual wings, see them rolling out from the center. See them flowering open and reaching out beyond your physical body. See your spiritual wings open and expand. Feel your expansion. And ask your wings to take you where they're meant to take you. Ask them to help you fly so high and to use your gifts to help the world become a more loving place, to help you feel so deeply fulfilled, to help you know at the end of the day that you've lived your best life. Spread those wings. Lift your chest up. Spread those wings. Take a deep breath. And we give thanks. We give thanks for the fulfillment of this prayer. We give thanks for the truths that have been spoken and for the willingness to let truth set us all free. We give thanks for the activation of change and the willingness to jump on the raft and ride that river 
knowing that we are safe and protected, knowing that if rapids come along, it's just more fun. Nothing to fear in God, nothing to fear. With great gratitude, I release this prayer, knowing that it is done, and together we say, and so it is. Amen.